This is Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. On this week's Minutia Men with Rick and Dave. Mike Pence, spoil sport. What's the matter with you, Florida? Stop making fun of millennials. This week in 1908. And Rick's brush with disgraced Illinois Governor Rod Blagojevich. All that in unlimited tangents on this week's Minutia Men. That is coming up right now. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. Welcome to another episode of Minutia Men with Rick Kemper and Dave Stern. Dave is standing by in Chicago. I am out here in Mount Prospect, uh, Illinois, my friend. And, yeah, and, Illinois. And um, I, I should just warn you, I, I literally, right before we started the show today, I just finished writing an obituary. It was a sad one, so I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I gotta dial up the comedy. <laughs> who, uh, who, um, who passed? Uh, who did you write about? One of the guys from the soccer club. He was uh, 48. Oh, yeah. don't say yeah, it. I know. Please. Uh, he was a good, good friend of mine. He was one. He was my assistant coach, and and we coached together for years, and. You know my my son's team, and he was on the board of directors with me and everything. We went to Germany together last summer. So, oh my God, I'm sorry. Yeah, I know. Was it sudden? Yeah, he he died in his sleep. Oh my God, it, it's horrible. I mean, it it happened on Saturday morning, and honestly, every night since then, this is just the way my brain works. Every night when I put my head on the pillow, I think to myself, "This could be it." Yeah, that's it. Right, right. Um. Uh, do you what are we going to do about the podcast equipment if you go i should probably train one of the boys how to do yeah. this right right um and i'll just i'll just dub in your parts yeah i'm sure there's enough over the years you, you <laughs> yeah right something in there yeah no one will know it'll be a good it'll be 2012 or 22 <laughs> until somebody realizes it well i'm sorry um i'm sorry this happened um much much health and good vibes to of health is i'm hearing coughing in yeah the background now. yeah i've got a sick kid next in the studio audience right here aaron is is ill she has a she has a cold today and she's home from school okay now now she's being now she's being a little uh over the top i told you to be quiet aaron I allow you in the studio audience, but you got to be quiet. Um, but I'm, she'll be I'm, fine. Ju- I'm now looking over the list of stuff I have prepared for you to see if there's anything that is unbelievably inappropriate. Yeah, I don't um, care. But you know what? Tough luck. Yeah, I don't tough care. Tough luck, honey. It's time to yeah, grow exactly. up. It's a tough world out there, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, but well, no. And, and again, uh, would you like to would you like to uh, mention the name of the person who passed away? Uh, his name so- is Joe Welk. Um, and uh, he was uh, a resident of Mount Prospect. He was part of the Green White Soccer Club and uh, was involved in his church at St. Emily's and has four kids. Yeah, and uh, and I know all of the kids. They're you know the same age as my kids, and um, it's just a, a sad, sad story. All right. Well, good vibes to them and. Good vibes to you. Hey, thanks for bringing the. Wow, this was what sorry. two and a half two and a half minutes. I finished the. Uh, we're we're recording this at ten thirty in the morning. I finished writing it at ten twenty six. 
Uh, well, did have we talked about the obituary template that we were going to invent? <laughs> Today's not the day, okay? <laughs> okay, okay, sorry. Time plus tragedy. Okay, I gotcha. All right, let's start. Let, let, let's light this camel, candle. Camel, uh, okay, candle. I have some uh, audio to get us rolling. Here we go. This week's Minutia with Rick and Dave. All right, what do you got, Dave? Here's a question. Um, if you had to pick between Mike Pence and Donald Trump to be your college roommate, who would you choose? Oh, I would take Trump any day of the week. Uh, me too, right? I yeah. mean, he... As a college uh, roommate, fantastic. Oh, no kidding, because it came from money. I Maybe know, exactly. He, is, you know, he <laughs> was given $100 million by his mommy and daddy. Um, he's a germaphobe, though, right? Oh, that might be a problem for me. Yeah, yeah, he would not, he would not uh, be happy living with a Rick or a Dave <laughs> in college. Right? And and my ties, they they stop at the waist. I, I feel like if your if your tie goes below your waist, we got problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that right. it might have been there. Might have been some, uh, and you know what? And he's kind of a kind of a dick too. Well, that's what I was saying yeah. is, you know, I think Mike Pence is a, probably a nicer guy. You know what else? Trump doesn't drink. Yeah. Well, n- neither does Mike Pence. Oh, man. What a terrible choice. Um, well, here's a headline that will solidify your choice. And I'm, I agree with you. I'm on total team Trump. Uh, Mike Pence once ratted out his fraternity brothers for having a keg. <laughs> <laughs> Vice President Mike Pence reportedly snitched on his Phi Gamma Delta fraternity brothers for having a keg party at at, uh, at his college, Hanover College, when he was going to school. Pence, then a sophomore, alerted the dean that his brothers were violating the small Presbyterian school's strict no alcohol policy. Oh, for crying out loud. This all comes from his former fraternity brother, Dan Murphy as he told the Atlantic. At the time of the incident, the fraternity was reportedly having wild parties, recreating, <laughs> recreating its favorite scenes from Animal House, which obviously <laughs> had just parties. been released. Exactly. Murphy noted that Pence was not a particularly hard partier. Yeah. Uh, during one rowdy bash, the brothers found out a dean was coming to the house and tried to hide the evidence of their illicit activities, according to the article. (laughs) The future vice president greeted the dean, hello, Dean Johnson, at the door and proceeded to direct them straight to the kegs. These scoundrels, (laughs) these scoundrels have a party going on here tonight, sir. (laughs) Telling the official that they belong to Phi Gamma Delta, took full responsibility for his brother, or telling that it's his brother's fault, basically. Um... While this incident compromised his relationship with his brothers, Pence maintained a great relationship with the administration. In fact, he was so beloved by the school officials (laughs) that Hanover offered him a job upon graduation. That is, you know, I, I already didn't love Mike Pence. Yeah, right. But But now to me, this is, this is, uh, this is as bad as it gets. Um, this is kind of the funniest part right here. Murphy recalled that Pence, uh, a devout Christian, once had a great time. This is a, it's like he said, I know that Mike Pence once had a great time in college <laughs> when he when he attended a music festival billed as the Christian Woodstock and spent days rocking out to Jesus-loving progressive rock bands and born-again Bob Dylan imitators. 
So that may have been the only time Mike Pence had a good time in college was when he went to the Christian Woodstock. Wow. Watching born again Bob Dylan imitators. Wow. It's not yeah. exactly sex and drugs and rock and roll, is it? Uh, I got a couple of Bob Dylan imitator songs that they may have sung. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Pray Lady Pray. All right. Not bad. Okay. Tangled Up With Jews. <laughs> there you go. So uh, Mike Pence would not be a good roommate, nor would Donald Trump. But again, I think I'd still... I'd still take Donald Trump. Well, you know, everybody must get stoned uh, is something that happens, you know, in the Bible. It happens in the Bible. Good. You know, I was think I was trying to think of everyone uh, and knocking on heaven's door. That's, That's kind one. of yeah. right. So, so there you go. Mike Pence. There was no Not. blowing in the wind. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Good one. Good one. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, uh, I. Uh, I have less respect now for our vice president. Although, you know, with this whole uh, Russia investigation going on, maybe uh, maybe you think that uh, at least one person in that group there absolutely is probably innocent. It would be Um, there's the there's the keg guy. Well, exactly, because they're you know that Trump's going. We can't tell him he narked out his <laughs> right, frat brother exactly. for a keg. <laughs> what do you think he's going to do with Russia? Can't tell him. <laughs> hey man, don't be uncool. Don't be uncool. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> These Russian guys are going to give us some great vodka. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, all right. Yeah, well, so yeah, that's great. So there you I, go. I you, have we, a uh, I have a story for you. Um, yeah. You know how we uh, occasionally play the uh, audio clip of What's the Matter with You, Florida? Actually, I, oh, let's play it. I have it right here. Hold on. What's wrong with you, Florida? Yeah, what's wrong with you, Florida? We recognized years ago that Florida, uh, amongst several other states, uh, Texas, Alabama, Indiana, uh, have, let's say, unusual stories. Yeah, sure. How weird is Florida? CBS News has a page on their website featuring weird, stupid stories that happen in Florida. They don't have this for any other state. (laughs) CBS News. Uh, How many photos are there? Well, there are 26 stories in there. I'm going to give you a couple of them, okay? So it's like a white trash medley. Is that what we're doing here? You judge for yourself. Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. Um, First one is called Crapper Man Strikes Jewelry Store. How many times have you read a headline and thought, only in Florida? Here are some of the crazy things that have happened. All right. Crestview police sought a man caught on video pooping in a jewelry store parking lot in August. The man was labeled Crapper Man by the store's (laughs) Facebook followers, and they would post pictures of him (laughs) taking a dump in the middle of parking lots. Okay, sure. Uh, It's just downright shameful when people don't give a crap about their town, (laughs) said Crestview police chief. That the, the, the police chief said that. Okay. 73-year-old banned from beach from seeking a sugar baby. A 73-year-old man was banned from a uh, Volusia County beach in August after a parent complained that he was handing out business cards that read, Sugar Daddy seeking his sugar baby. Oh, my God. Richard Bazaraba said he engaged a younger girl before he found out she was 16 because of her bust size. I did make the mistake of saying, you're the cutest one here. Call me when you're 18. 
<laughs> oh my god! So he was handing out like little point of purchase display. I mean, yeah. like a little yeah, like direct exactly. mail or how direct marketing. How old are you, honey? Yeah, sixteen. <laughs> Give me a call in two years. Right, got my number there, and there's a coupon. And his name was not R- Roy Moore. A <laughs> uh, man allegedly stops to have sex during burglary. A man stopped for sex before stealing a $1,200 trailer from a pool company in August, Broward County Police said. He was caught on video partaking in some adult behavior with a companion before hitching the trailer to his truck, according to a statement from the county sheriff's office. Oh, my God. He's going there to steal the truck. And, hey, while we're here... Yeah, right. Exactly. We got. I got three minutes to kill. You know what gets me horny, honey? Stealing stuff. Uh, and, uh, okay, what else? What, I got, you got another I got one? Three more. Three more. Okay. These are all short. Man allegedly calls cop to report stolen cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> David Blackman called police to report that $50 and about a quarter ounce of cocaine had been stolen from his car, according to a July statement from the Okaloosa County Sheriff's uh, Police Department. Blackman, who allegedly identified himself as a drug dealer when he reported the theft, was arrested with possession of cocaine, resisting arrest without violence, and possession of drug paraphernalia. Two more stories from Florida. Okay. All right. Um, and by the way, you can go to the CBS News website. They have 26 of them. I'm only featuring a few of them here. <laughs> Man tries to kiss snake, but gets bitten. <laughs> Ron Reinold of Bostwick was flown to the hospital in critical condition after he went up to his rattlesnake and tried to kiss it. His rattlesnake. He owns the rattlesnake. Yes. Is that what I'm hearing? Okay. All right. Yes. Who doesn't? Who doesn't right, have a rattlesnake? Right. So it wasn't like he was shoving his tongue through a ra- uh, in a rattlesnake that didn't that he didn't know right I mean, he, this okay it wasn't harassment no obviously. exactly okay. you know okay. in this culture you can't just go up and kiss a rattlesnake without <laughs> rattlesnake's permission okay all right good snowflakes although you know you think about it if you're ever going to french kiss uh, an animal wouldn't a rattlesnake be the coolest one with the forked tongue and everything yeah you're right uh, um yeah just an idea Uh, and then the final one this is uh we're gonna call this irony okay yeah we're calling the story lawyer lawyer pants on fire all right (laughs) a miami attorney's pants caught fire in a courtroom in march as he was defending a client accused of arson arson is right (laughs) (laughs) the lawyer said the fire was started by an e-cigarette battery that he had in his pocket and the client was convicted later that day and those are some stories that happened in uh, one of the 50 states of america florida at cbs thought it was worth it to convey all that in a in a medley, yeah, right. In exactly. a in a pictorial. There yep. you go. Hey, uh, we have a winner in our retweet contest. Oh, fantastic! Um, and it's very easy to win. All you got to do, Rick, is you got to retweet and follow our tweets, and you'll be entered into a random drawing. And every week, you'll be winning a prize pack. You'll have a chance to win a prize pack worth up to twenty five dollars. Uh, Lashila Gibbons from Grand Haven, Michigan one this time and she's going to win a amish chicago advertising coffee mug 
The Balding Handbook, Down at the Golden Coin by Kim Strickland, and a Chicago Cubs crying t-shirt. So congratulations goes out to Sheila Gibbons. You can also, please, after um, after you retweet and follow, please subscribe to us if you haven't already. Subscribe to Minutia Men. You could do that on Stitcher, on iTunes. Uh, you could do that on Google Play. And now you can also listen to us via the iHeartRadio app. Listen, comment, rate, and subscribe. Minutia exactly. Men. Please do. Um, I got something here. Okay. Um, millennials. Do you know you know what a millennial is? Yeah, obviously, I've in got fact, three of them living I've, in my house. Well, is Sean a millennial? I don't well, think he's so. Born in two thousand two. Okay, so he's on the bubble as far as a millennial. Yeah. Um, they sometimes get a bad rap, right? Yes. They're kind of, uh, and evidently, the Wall Street Journal is extremely critical of millennials but they have they they have finally realized that you know the paper industry is probably not growing and they shouldn't discount a whole entire generation basically so they have vowed the wall street journal has vowed to stop making fun of millennials okay the battle scar- <laughs> the battle scarred paper admitted that it might have crossed a line in some of its coverage of the millennial generation over the years, citing headlines like, if you have 29 credit cards, you must be a millennial, or facts to silence your smug millennial nephew this Thanksgiving. <laughs> so the Wall Street Journal posted on their blog that, uh, you know, it's worth remembering that millennials are an important part of the WSJ readership, uh, and we risk alienated an entire generation. So... The Wall Street Journal realizes that they shouldn't be making fun of millennials anymore. Uh, doesn't mean that we can't make fun of millennials. Well, I refuse to give to us stop. the right. Uh, I've got a couple, oh, but I came up with a million-dollar idea. Maybe okay. a book that we could publish. Practical jokes to play on your millennial friends. <laughs> what do you think? I love it because they don't read. <laughs> exactly. So they uh, never know it was happening. Well, that's why I'm kind of... I'm kind of uh, shocked that the Wall Street Journal even cares because how many millennials. I'm sure the Wall Street Journal editor who wrote that has a daughter who is (laughs) yelling at him, you know. Right, exactly, right. Um, But here are some practical jokes that you can play on a millennial. Um, Put a millennial in a round room and tell them there's a bunch of, there's a head of kale in the corner. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Keep changing the Wi-Fi password when they're visiting. Okay. Okay. Uh, go to Starbucks and buy all the pumpkin spice latte before they get there. Now that's okay. just mean. Uh, disconnect their spell check in their Grammarly. <laughs> now that's funny. <laughs> and, or put four millennials in a room and make them talk to each other. How does that sound? That's pretty good. Also, here's one. Uh, write your will in cursive. <laughs> right that's great what'd you get bill i don't know i can't I read no cursive what does the curly loop thing mean <laughs> right right exactly is that a q a p or what the hell is that okay well thank you very much I like that one. it's time for our cubs feed time now for a collection of cub geekness this is just one bad century with rick and dave okay this is uh the part of the show where we feature things that are going on at our just one bad century website by the way i have been updating the uh every cub ever feature the new cubs i'm through with uh, the letter k so i've still got a little ways to go but it'll be done many, before the end of this year 
How many new Cubs were there this year? I think Did you say 30? 27, I think. Let's see. Are there? It doesn't seem like there would be that many, but there are a lot of guys that came up for like one day, pitched, you know, one one inning or, you know, play, was a pinch runner or, you know, acquired at the trade deadline or, you know, stuff like that. So now they have to have at least, what, had one at bat or like one batter they pitched to? What is the... Uh, they just like, had to be on the major league roster. Oh, so they didn't even have to play. Right. I don't think I have any that didn't play at all. But I might. I might have one or two. I, you know, I've written over 2,000 of them, so I, I've i lost track. But some of them are very obscure. One of the most obscure things, though, I do on the website is I went back in time, and I I have this feature called This Week in 1908. And that was, you know, obviously the last year the Cubs won the World Series before 2016. And so I, I, I kind of went through that year and went through all the newspapers, everything I could find from that year, uh, just to put in perspective how long ago that was. And this week in 1908, something that happened that I think you might find interesting. You, Dave. Stone, okay. 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 All right. Um, it was the birthday this week of a little boy. He was born in Chicago. Okay, you're going to have to try uh-huh. and guess who it is. After being caught in a gunfight while performing at one of Al Capone's speakeasies in 1924, he moved to California and became a comedian. He so he'd be on, 108. Yeah. Okay, so, so he'd be 100 and, or no, he'd be, yeah, he'd be 109 right now. Right. Okay, go on. I'm sorry. Go on to star in one of the best shows in television history. All right, best show. All right, so he's at 109 and best show in television history. A male. Probably Jewish. Jewish? Uh, Yes. Uh, So 109. Now, Maury Amsterdam would not be 109. Um, So older than Maury Amsterdam. Um I'm going to stop you right there because it is Maury Amsterdam. He'd be 109? Yeah, he was born in 1908. When did he die? It wasn't that long ago. No, he was in his 90s when he died. Maury Amsterdam. Awesome. Yeah. So that's that's a very obscure tie-in to the Cubs. It really has absolutely nothing to do with the Cubs other than Maury Amsterdam was born in Chicago. And I never heard the story of him being caught in a gunfight while performing at, at Al Capone's speakeasies. Um, but there you go. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Yeah. Not, that's minutia. That that's is. Minutia. We promise minutia. Yeah. We have to deliver. Time for our final feature of the day. A random name pulled out of Rurik's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. So this is the part of the show where Dave reaches his hand into the Costco jar and pulls out a name of a celebrity. And I have to tell the story of how I met this celebrity over the years through my radio career and whatever else. Uh, I know where this guy is exactly, and probably will for the next oh, 11 years. Governor Blago. <laughs> Rod Blagojevich. Uh, yep, yep, Governor Blago. So Rod Blagojevich is one of those rare celebrities in your jar there that I did not meet th- through professional means. You know, I was okay. not uh, 
at a radio station. It wasn't at a television station. I, I met him the first time at a, an Oktoberfest at um, the Brow House. You know how they used to have the Oktoberfest out there in the, in the Lincoln Square area? Did, would the Brow House closed yesterday, yeah, right? Closed last night. Last night was the, the final night oh. of the Brow House. But they used to have a, and I think they probably still will have a uh, a big Oktoberfest there every year for the mm-hmm. Stoibenbrade. And Blagojevich was a young congressman who was, you know, the congressman of that district. Mm-hmm. So he came to the uh, Oktoberfest to tap the first keg and, you know, um, and schmooze. And, and I remember thinking as I met him that day that he was really oily. <laughs> you, know, like, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty good judge of people. I could tell immediately yeah. this guy was just full of crap. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was sure, like, sure. hey, how are you? you know, it, just, <laughs> it was just like a bad salesman. Over the, over the top, sure. But I'm going to say something nice about him, too. And that is I met him in 2003. No, 2008 at Wrigley Field. And, you know, our, our buddy Dane Placco. Uh-huh. Uh, got to know Governor Blagojevich through, you know, he's a newscaster. And Blagojevich was a huge Cubs fan, and he was sitting next to Dane. And Dane called me over, and I sat there, and we watched the baseball game, the entire Ooh. game. So and this is after, and that's after he was governor. Wait, he was he governor at the time? He was governor. Yeah, he was governor. And he had, I think, uh, he had not... Uh, he had it. It was before he tried to sell off Obama's seat. <laughs> okay, but he so was he was already in-, in trouble. He was already in trouble, and and in fact, Dane and he get, came to an agreement early on that they weren't going to talk about any of that stuff. And so we talked about the Cubs the entire oh. game, and he was he is a huge Cubs fan. He knows everything about the Cubs. He knows almost as much as Dane knows about the Cubs, or I know about the Cubs. And so we talked about Ernie Banks, and we talked about Fricky Jenkins. We were, you know, similar ages, so we had the same heroes growing up, and we talked about games we had been to Uh and, you know, what we used to order at Wrigley. And and it was a fun (laughs) afternoon at the ballpark with the governor of the state of Illinois. And, uh, yes, he's in jail now. (laughs) (laughs) For the next 11 years, right? Uh, Yes. And, yes, he did sell Obama's (laughs) Senate seat. Well, tried to sell. Tried to sell, yes. Well, have you ever thought about reaching out to Blago? uh, To actually be – Blago can be a guest blogger for Just One Bad Century? I did actually – uh, reach out to him shortly after he uh, was arrested. Uh, he had not been sent to prison yet, and I thought, "Wow, this is, this would be a great pub." <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And I'd seen him do every show. I mean, he was on the Daily Show. He was oh, on like yeah. Celebrity Apprentice, and yeah, right, know, right, like, right, right. This guy he has no clue that he's got to shut up and go away. Yeah. So I thought maybe he would do it, but he 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 did not. Did he respond even to your inquiry? No, no did not respond. Well, well, he's looking for something to do now, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, he might. Maybe we should yeah. get him to write a book. Oh, my God, that would be fantastic. You know, we should get Mark Sapelsa to try to write a book. I've already pitched him. Oh, okay. What'd he say? 
He said uh, he thought it was a joke. He, he laughed, um, but uh, I told him I was serious. You know, he's he's heading up to Montana. I think he wants to just you know go away. Go for a away. Well, let's nah, see. Let's see five weeks from now when people are going up to him saying, "Hey, hey, uh, fella, can you help me <laughs> fix this tire?" Yeah, right. Exactly. Get off, get off my lawn, buddy. Yeah, who are you, you Yankee? You slick-looking Yankee. <laughs> but Mark's a nice guy. I've met him several times over the years. Well, we went to a ball game with him too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's Sox game, right? Yeah, it was a Sox game. Okay. You all right there? <clears throat> Excuse me. Why don't you tell everybody where they can see us this weekend? Uh, well, we're going to be in Orland Park at the um, what is it? The Orland Park Civic Center is that what it's called? I'm asking you to tell him so I can have a moment here to look it up. Uh, well, we're going to be in Orland Park, which is a south suburb of Chicago, and it's going to be a card show. And there's going to be a lot of great people there, including Mitch Michaels and John Landecker will be at the um, at the appearance signing their books. Okay, and it's I somewhere in Orland it. Park. Found it. Here okay. it is. Uh, mark your calendars now. The Sports Cards and More Show Holiday Shopping Extravaganza. So if you want to get some last minute christmas presents mm. they'll have like you know sports cards and and autograph photos and you know and these books it's at 14750 ravinia avenue in orland park and it's this sunday december 17th john landecker will be there and mitch michaels will be there and we'll be there from 10 a.m until 1 p.m so, you know what? I think I'm gonna I'm gonna bring my Who album with the forged Keith Moon <laughs> autograph. Maybe I could get some bucks for it. What do you think? I think you may have it may have already been sold to the biggest sucker in America. <laughs> right. Hey oh hey wait a second that's me. Yeah, that's right. Uh, okay, so if you uh, would like to uh, find out more about your good friends Rick and Dave, you can check us out at EckhartsPress.com, also uh, ChicagoAuthorSolutions.com, and if you'd like to reach us, you can drop us a line at MinutiaMenPod at gmail.com special thanks to executive producer tony lasana with opie productions we've been distributed by ed silla of the radio misfits podcast network and we'll be back again next week with another episode of minutia men the proceeding was a presentation of the radio misfits podcast network find our other great shows on itunes stitcher radio and at radiomisfits.com thank you thank you thank you this has been a presentation of old pie productions tony can you shut up if you missed losano losano or los Los Anno and friends, here's what you missed. Attila, the president, is here. The guy that's in charge of the whole network. So we have to be good, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so far. So what's going on with the network? Anything exciting? We have a, a thousand shows. I mean, there's a lot of them. We have a lot of shows. Artie, from Artie Lang right on down. Yeah, yeah. Name the worst show on the network. Go ahead. <laughs> Say it to his face. Just say it. Say it to his face. Yeah. No, no I, 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 would, I dare anyone to find a bad show. There, all... there is not a show on this network that yeah. I'm not proud of. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Aww. Yeah. Uh, Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It's just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. Radio Misfits. Get more. Lozano and Friends. Lozano. Now on Lozano.com. 
good luck trying to spell Los Ano or whatever it's called.